Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative curious. I'm your host, Diogo, and I am delighted to have Mauricio and Paola today. Welcome to the Exploring Art Podcast. In today's episode, 617, we will be diving into a thought-provoking case study, asking, which will we rather have? A portrait of Socrates by Rembrandt, Hyman Soon Farid-Ridgin, or a photograph of Socrates? We will be looking into aspects regarding what will we the rebrand portrait be likely to reveal and what will the photograph be likely to reveal, as well as hypothetical discussion and if there was existing photograph. Suppose the photograph was by Alfred Estelgitz, and if this will make us more or less likely to want it than a Rembrandt portrait. With this in mind, we can consider if Our longing to know Socrates is a relevant criterion for switching between the photograph or the portrait. We have not much to discuss. Let's begin. Thank you, Diego, for the introduction. Well, uh, with that in mind, we have a lot regarding the different eras about each artist. And due to this, we must not mix only the ancient philosophy from Socrates' era, but the classic art from Rembrandt's time and the modern photography from Alfred's period. Uh, let's first consider the hypothetical scenario of having the portrait of Socrates created by Rembrandt. To truly grasp how a work by Rembrandt would look and value, we need to discuss not only his artistic styles, but his techniques. Rem- and Rembrandt was known for his use of light and shadows. Alongside that, he was also a master of capturing the human expression emotion and you know he often depicted his subjects with great psychological insight and sensitivity uh due to this he was also one of the greatest etchers known for his technical mastery and emotional depth because of this his brushwork palette and meaning to his work of art labeled him as one of the artists who cared about their work and their subject with much thought and value with this with this in mind Paula, what do you think a portrait of Socrates from Rembrandt would reveal about him? Great question, Mauricio. I think some of the most noticeable details about Socrates, if he were to be depicted by Rembrandt, would be his vast intellect and wisdom. By using his innovative skills and various techniques to create works of art, Rembrandt would be able to portray Socrates' impact and influence, not only on the people of his time, but also in the generations that came after, as well as showing how this affected Socrates and his own character. If you look at his other works of art, like The Night Watch, The Anatomy Lesson of Dr. Nicholas Tope, they use a technique known as chiaroscuro. This is a skill of, which is the skill of using the light and shadow, in which Rembrandt used to convey depth, emotion, and psychological insights which I feel like Rembrandt could very well showcase Socrates with great depth. I can see where you're coming from, Paola, and I completely agree. Offering a glimpse into the complexities of Socrates' being, I can say that doing a portrait will require Rembrandt to stare at Socrates and just analyze his physical aspects by detail. You know, also the feeling that he has towards Socrates could affect the portrait as he's painting it. You know, the process could change. He could feel some type of way about him or feel another type of way. And then it would just affect the whole process as he's finishing it. Oh, yeah. I really do. I think that as well. Because in the past, there has been 
other artists who have done the exact same thing. For example, like Picasso, one time he was um, drawing a portrait of another artist, and he said that he didn't like it because it didn't depict them as they were. So he completely redid his um, portrait and decided to do a symbolic meaning of what, of that person. And to, I guess, what I would say about a portrait of Socrates from Rembrandt would reveal about him would be that Rembrandt would put a lot of his own thought and, I guess, look for a way to truly compose what Socrates was and his own environment and what made Socrates Socrates. Like his environment, the struggles he may have conned, his wisdom, the way he saw the world. I think a portrait of Socrates would reveal that. You think about it, dude? It would be more about if Socrates was right there, he would have talked to Rembrandt about it, you know? What do you think, Paula? You think that would be something? Well, definitely. I consider it to be a better, a very interesting concept. This of the, the feeling that the artist has towards its subject or the person that they're depicting in their work. The way they feel about them, how they see them, what they think of them. It really also plays a huge part into the outcome of the work and how it turns out. The, either whether the artist respects this person, thinks greatly of them, or if it's maybe somebody that they don't, they're not a big fan of. This all plays relevant a relevant role into the artwork and how it ends up. For sure, and yeah, I think yeah. we can all both, we can all agree on that. So now I think we should just shift our attention to the alternative, which is as important as this one: a photograph of Socrates, something that for sure couldn't be possible back then. But Mauricio, considering the power of photography, do you think a photography of Socrates will likely like reveal something different or, or something else? Hmm. I would say that a photograph of Socrates would definitely be a very different and unique view on how we see Socrates. You know, it's its own perspective. And I guess you can imagine it as the things freezing like let me let me give an example since photographs would reveal exactly how socrates looked like at the moment of the photograph it would feel like as of, as if that moment was frozen you would like i guess from that time we can also get an implication from mr zeke an implied look of his wisdom you could say the photograph as a viewer see the environment around socrates and we can derive certain details and other, I guess, aspects of Socrates' era of knowledge. Uh, not only that, but we can also see the expression and the potential feeling in the photograph that otherwise we may have never other found out from a portrait. The real-time aspect of that really does drive the case. Now, if I imagine a person like Alfred Stieglitz or a photographer, it would be very realistic and it would show an immediate portrayal of Socrates. Alfred Stiglitz, who was known for making photography in art form in a modern way, from his angles, the environment use, and all of it, it would make for use of us viewers to understand his presence and connection to how we see Socrates. Also, Mauricio, I agree. The power of photography lies in its ability to capture the rawness and authenticity of a moment. The way that is carried out, 
the process and the steps that go into a photograph, it leads, it leads to a direct encounter between the photographer and the subject of the photo, which, in this case, that will be Socrates. This allows for a special connection to take place between the two of them, where the photographer and the philosopher are both existing in the same space at the same time. Given Sterling's devotion to making photography a respected art form, he would have employed these goals into his goal of capturing images of Socrates. No, yeah, I completely see what you guys are talking about. And I can say that the photograph Socrates will be different from his portrait, or that's what I believe, for example. It would just take an exact image of the time and place where it's being taken, as you guys mentioned. And in a way, I, I don't say there wouldn't be, but technically it wouldn't be any feeling if you stick a picture. But however, we can just state that saying that it's easy. You know, taking a photograph has its own process. It's like a portrait especially taking the lining and the time to, you know, take it. Oh, yeah. I mean, photography are just very immediate forms of a portrait. And what Paolo said of the steel glitz deciding to want to make photography a respected art form, I would say that because of this, that he, these both forms of art truly could, in a way, describe or reveal something that we may not know about Socrates. Yeah, definitely. Like both portrait and photography, before we get into like separating them, they're both art at the end of the day and we can both agree, like the three of us can agree that it's something. What do you think? Like it's something that is art at the end of the day, right Paola? Exactly. Like you said, they are both forms of art and they both capture different aspects of their subject, or in this case, of Socrates. They are looking for different things. They are going to show you different little details, but in respectively, either from the portrait of the or the photograph, you're going to be able to notice different little things that you probably wouldn't be able to notice in one or the other. And that's the beauty of art. They capture different things, depending on what they are and how they are plastered down into this work. Yeah, that, that was pretty good what you said, and I, I totally agree with it. Now, I like as we mentioned, Alfred Stingrids. Now we can, I think, move to the thought-provoking aspect of this case study. And let's suppose that the photograph of Socrates was actually taken by Alfred Stingrids. Would this make us li like likely to want it more than the portrait made by Rembrandt? Or will you just make us just feel the same way about it? No, no difference at all. What do you guys think? Hmm. I thoroughly believe, I thoroughly do believe that it comes down to really just personal preference and what the desired artistic outcome the artist wants to uh, provoke, I suppose. From the experience that the artists have done, like let's say if the photograph was by Alfred Stieglitz, a renowned photographer and promoter of photography as an art form, it could hold immense value and appeal. Not only that, but his, his mastery of his medium, it would be more inclined, you would be more inclined to appreciate and want this photo. But however, let's say for those who want the deeper depth knowledge of the photo or portrait in this case, and emotional resonance, 
someone would appreciate Rembrandt's masterpieces and they would be allured to the portrait that he would make. But any in any form, it really just depends on the individual's artistic sensibility and, I guess, the connection they seek with the artwork. What do you think, Paolo? I see where you're coming from, Mauricio. The artist's reputation and the medium's significance certainly play a role in shaping our preferences. However, it is important to remember that both the Rembrandt portrait and the Stieglitz photograph offer unique perspectives and artistic merits. The ultimate choice at the end of the day depends on our personal preference and the desired connection we seek with the artwork. Personally, if I had to pick one out of these two mediums, I would probably go with a photography by Stiglitz, given that I would be looking for the most accurate depiction of Socrates. While the portrait truly by Rembrandt would certainly reveal a certain kind of insight and view that the artist would be able to capture in his work, I think Stiglitz would, would capture a more accurate and true version of Socrates, which is really what I will be looking for where I do seek a more deeper connection to what Socrates was like in my pursuit of trying to learn more about him. Definitely, both of you guys are correct about it. I personally believe that a photograph from Alfred Stilgitz will be completely different than a photograph taken by me with my phone, for example, you know? Alfred Stilgitz's work is on a different level. The way that he used lighting on his pictures was very impressive back then, and it still is until this day, which shows how a great artist he was. He also didn't just capture the physical appearance of a subject, but also its underlying essence or emotional state, and believe that a photograph could convey deeper meanings and evoke emotions beyond the little representation, which is something that we can all just look into it since we're all of us are studying art. What do you think? I, mm, I think that, yeah, I agree with both of you seeing the photograph being one of the better forms of representing Socrates, but I, I believe that Rosin Rembrandt was a very good example and his work of art of portraits would depict Socrates in a very deep meaning, deeper meaning, I suppose, that only those who want to know more about Socrates in a closer, intimate way to feel as if they were in the moment, Soc Rembrandt's art would allow that to be a happen occasion. Yeah. I completely agree with your opinion, and I feel like it's great that we have different opinions. I feel like me and Paola stand on one side and you stand on the other, but we all of us agree that it's art at the end of the day, and we can see it in a different way. Right, Paola? That is true. And I agree with you as well. I even if we look at it from different ways, it is true that um, the beauty of art really comes down to uh, these different mediums being able to... Uh, freeze down a different aspect or detail about the same subject, really. After all of all of our opinions were mentioned, I think that we can now address the final question presented in this case study. Is our lunging to no Socrates a, re a relevant criterion for choosing between the photograph and the portrait? This question brings forward the emotional and personal aspect of our connection to historical figures. Mauricio, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this matter, though. Well, I have thought about it. 
from you know our longing to know Socrates certainly adds a layer of personal significance and emotional attachment to the decision-making process. If we really have a deep yearning to experience the deeper connection with the with Socrates and his time, what he experienced, and the emotional aspect of it, I feel like Rembrandt's portrait would be more profound and a better way to enjoy that uh, time. Uh, its interpretive depth and emotional resonance can make it feel like we're back in time, allow with him at the moment. Uh, on the other hand, if our focus is on capturing the essence of Socrates at the time, at the moment, uh, I believe that Stiglitz's photograph would very well satisfy that longing, as I feel like it would perfectly portray Socrates as he existed in reality. It offers a very direct glimpse into the physical, the presence of the philosopher, and ultimately our personal connection with Socrates and our desire to experience would guide us in choosing between the photograph and the portrait. I believe that Paula also has something to say about this. Well, you have, I believe you have a very interesting insight into this matter, into this question, and I agree. It really is, um, it's up to the audience and the person looking at these works of art and deciding what are they looking for when they're looking at, at either the portrait or the photograph. What is it that they want or what are they expecting to learn from it? Whether they're looking for uh, re more of a realistic aspect of Socrates and his life and what it was like, or whether they want a more deeper look into what he what he what it was like for him and in in his time period it, it's really it really that just comes down to what the person wants yeah i think we can all agree that socrates was someone very influential you know in our history in art in other aspects of it this is despite the fact that not much of his work was recorded, but the many techniques that he used impacted history and other philosophers heavily back then. I think that a photogra that photographing or making a portrait of someone with that background is not something that will be easily done by anyone, and it's a hard task to take on. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's a hypothetical that it could happen or it could not. Oh, I definitely agree with you guys. Yeah, even if it was hypothetical, I really do think that using the backgrounds from not only the how we want to see Socrates, but the connection that we would want to know how it must have been to be, I guess, influential as an artist, as someone who has the control over here saying what, I guess, I guess brings everyone to a better understanding of the world as they know it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it was definitely something that we all got to think about and we can just put it on a hypothetical question. At the end of the day, we're never going to get an actual answer from it, but that will be it. And I just want to thank you for joining us so much today, Mauricio and Paola. I appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Arts Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Arts Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or whatever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon. And remember to stay curious.